0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to this special midweek episode of Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. This is Chisholm coming at you um, with part two of our conversation which co- with Coach Laurie. Um, in part one, we discussed the Clippers, some of the recent additions that they've made to their... Um, to their team and whether that's enough to get them over the hump in the Western Conference. We also discussed the Golden State Warriors and their future. Looking ahead to next season where Clay Thompson comes back, what does that mean for the franchise? Um, And in this part two, we are going over um, Draymond Green's comments about the uh, pay disparity between NBA and WNBA players and um, constructive ways to have that conversation as well as things that we as NBA fans can do to help shrink that gap, as well as things that we hope that um, both the NBA and wmba do to help, um, you know, increase the revenue that the WNBA is making, as well as get more money in the pockets of these skilled WNBA players.
1: So, without further ado, check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.
2: Seriously, Draymond Green, the biggest issue that I have with him is his comments about the WNBA. Because, look, he said, I think, something on the lines of a lot of women are complaining about the pay gap and about even the respect gap, and they're not doing anything. What do you expect them to (coughs) do,
3: man? I think with Draymond, yeah, Draymond is... uh, the, The unfortunate thing is, like, there was this thing Blake Griffin said back in the day that stuck with me. He's like... Yo, when an athlete has just finished playing ball for 48 minutes, bro, we're tired, bro. The things that we say right after them, they might not be the smartest things. Fair so enough. i was hoping that it was one of them type things but now he doesn't even have this as an excuse because he took his time <laughs> to say that it time. and then when uh when people came mm-hmm. back to him when other people female um stars replied to him he came back and said you know what You're i said what you. i said yeah i said i said what i said uh, <clears throat> i get where he's coming from but he just doesn't know how to say he said basically I, his, deli- stop his delivery
1: was incredible incredibly poor i did actually said, there's not there's not much they can do. Like right now, obviously the WNBA, they just had their new kits was released and that for them is progress because they, obviously I don't know if everyone's written about their last kits were all just templates. So it was all like, everyone had like a colour but the template and the shape of it was the same on every single Mm. team. So this is the first time where they've actually Mm. gotten to a point where they've just got kits that are unique to their team. On top of that, they play two seasons in a year. They play here then they go to Europe and they go and play in Europe in the EuroBasket or the EuroLeague for the women. Yeah. That's because because they're not getting mm-hmm. paid enough and there's yeah. not enough basketball in the WBA right now. Yeah. That's mad. They're doing all that they can. So that's what I'm Jaymon, saying. They
2: can't do anything. So for, Draymond,
1: for Draymond to be like, oh, stop doing something like this. Shit takes time. Like it's not going to yeah. happen overnight. And they've been making a lot of progress.
3: Yeah, but he What's was trying. The- he was saying like, um, because he, I think he his delivery is just very shitty but he was trying to say to them like i understand that you guys don't like this i understand where you're coming from i agree with you and i'm on your side but rather than talking about it why don't you guys hold the people hostage cuz he said like i'm I, i'm kind of quoting him he said like a lot of people out here saying women's right women's right we're all for equal representation and all of this why don't you go to these people call them out say what have you done for the WNBA and stuff because at the end of the day The only way that they're gonna get bigger, I'm sorry, is with the help of men. Like we have to big them up. We have to get them like I was talking earlier with someone about this. We have to get them. Oh, women get into
2: basketball more.
3: It's not even women get into yeah, but definitely that's the end point. But it's not even about women getting into basketball because right now they get into basketball, but then they reach this level they reach they look up and they see the ceiling and they're like, Bro, women
2: women
0: when
3: they could go there
0: yeah, I could get to the Yeah, we just need basketball fans getting into the yeah, yeah. That's that's
3: the biggest thing. It's more about Mm. viewership. They just need more viewership, more marketing. Marketing and viewership, that's what they need the most because the stars, or we don't even know the hidden gems. Female basketball players, they look up and what they see, it's attractive, but it's not as attractive as the NBA. So you're telling me, like, unfortunately, Mm. yeah, um, an average woman in the NBA, in the WNBA, she makes a hundred grand. She makes hundred grand a year. You can get that off of a college degree, like so, like yeah. one hundred. Yeah. So if you go to college and you come out, you can get hundred grand in maybe two, three, four years of hard work. And this is more or less assertive, like you're certain, the, rather than you, you know, saying, "Let me take my one in a million chance to try and make the NBA." So they're killing a lot of dreams just with the amount of money they're making. So they have to get the marketing out because marketing gets once you have more eyes and you you're more attractive. Once you're more attractive, sponsorships, yeah. like I mean, it's not fair when you think about it because you can see bear, you see a lot of ads. He made a very good point. He was like LeBron James. Everyone knows LeBron James' story. Do you know um Candace Parker's story? Do you know Diana Taroski?
1: Yeah, Diana exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Do
3: you bro, do we know her story? No, because it's not getting told. So we need mm-hmm. more eyes on them. And yeah things will go up yeah
0: see um so I, I was actually listening to to the episode of the jump yesterday where um you know some of these women were actually you know talking about these issues and they mentioned yes these stories are being told it's just they're not being pushed to the same degree or capacity
2: and yeah.
0: being pushed and mm-hmm. i like yesterday i was actually thinking not just yesterday but i've been thinking about this issue for a while and there is a potential solution that I have in mind, but I'm not sure how well it works. So I, I figured I might as well pitch it to you guys and see if it Go makes on. any sense at all. Yep. So most of the NBA's money comes mm-hmm. from TV, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. So the TV deal is, when once those get renewed, you usually would see like a huge bump in, mm-hmm. in player salaries. Mm-hmm. And that's because the TV deals is where all the ad money mm-hmm. comes from. And of course, um, mm-hmm. all these so prices, I know where
2: you're going right? with this.
0: Right, and then you look at the WNBA. Yes, they have a TV it's deal, but it's smaller. not it's as lucrative. Smaller. Yeah, it's much smaller. One of them, like part of that reason being, you know, they only have twenty-two games uh, per team, in the and the viewership per like, so. per match as well is much lower. Yeah, but then part of the reason why the viewership is low, in my opinion, is the time of year where they play, because their season runs from mm. July to October. Mm-hmm. That's the middle of, that. That is mostly mm. summer. Ball players and ball fans are outside playing basketball. You know what makes it so much worse? Mean meanwhile, the winter season, October to June or July, which is when the NBA is. They're they're in
2: Europe. They're in Europe. They're in Europe. Mm-hmm. They're they're in Europe. Europe. And do you know, do you know what makes it worse, Chisholm? Do you know what do you know what makes it what makes it worse is that those are the periods where the NBA is off and we all complain about how there's no basketball. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what makes it worse.
3: Yeah, mm. but that exactly that's why I kind of disagree with you're, where you're going, though. I don't think the WNBA can ever, yeah. ever compete with the NBA.
0: I'm not saying compete. Like, what I'm saying is, like, the NBA is, uh, has been pushing to reduce the number of games for only mm-hmm. God knows how long, right? Players have been saying 82 games is too much, move it down to 70, whatever, mm-hmm. or 68, mm. right?
2: So true. if they end up doing that, I think that- I think um, that they've reduced already. Eighty-two probably is too much. They've reduced already to make space for the plane. Do you think they're going to do more? No, the reason part of why they did that is because the mm-hmm. COVID and the way yeah. last season
0: ended in October. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. needs to start in December. So I figure going back like next year they might go back to eighty-two games. But if long-term they do reduce that amount of games, they can like and they're strategic about it. They can make space for WNBA games to be played during the NBA season yeah. but then just on yeah, different see. days so for example like a Tuesday night basketball uh, or Tuesday night where you'd be watching you know some mm-hmm. NBA games you can have WNBA games in mm-hmm. those time slots and they're also able to get some of that TV yeah. deal and some of that TV like that TV money that is fueling the NBA and you know making these NBA players billionaires. Millionaires. You know, gener- yeah. yeah, I see what yeah. you mean so get that game up there and you're at the very least able to start paying these women. And then from there, et- basketball fans who are stuck inside during the winter can watch uh, some WNBA games as opposed to in the summertime at 8- 8 p.m. in the summer. I'm, I'm not inside. No, <laughs> I'm, watching um, is,
1: I'm outside. I'm outside getting drunk probably 8 p.m. in the summer. I no, but I feel like, <laughs> like
3: that's that's because we made it the new normal. Because I'm sorry, uh just about I agree with you up until the part where you said move the season. Um, I think when you move the season, mm-hmm. if you try and do it overlapping nights like that, rather than have people say, Oh, I was watching men's basketball today, let me go put on some women's basketball, they're just on the nights of women's basketball, they'll do what they'll do in summer, which is just go do something else. Because basketball is the women's basketball is still not as important to them yeah i think that we just it's more about the marketing yeah sorry Um, i think it's more about the marketing that's the most important because if you think about it Vin, you made a very key point when the season ends we all get sad bro we start that countdown to the next season like there is nothing what can we do I'm never. I'm not saying that women's basketball, the WNBA, will ever be as flashy as the NBA because I'm sorry, you're just off of physical attributes. Yeah, we're different. We're built different. But mm-hmm. they are good players. Like they're, they, they, there is no, yo. there is no good basketball player who can go watch a top level WNBA game and say, "Yo, this players don't know what they're doing." Like you will get satisfaction out of watching them. It's just that the casual, mm-hmm. the casual non NBA fan, and there are a lot of them, they That's don't the think. Mm-hmm. They don't think
1: that it's enjoyable. It's not They they haven't seen and yeah. they don't see they don't know Actually, for themselves. Do you know what it is? Noble made a really good point about the casual fans. We don't realise that mm-hmm. a lot of the viewership isn't from people who are really, really, really into basketball. Because if exactly. if that was the case, it mm-hmm. wouldn't make sense. Because the ones who are really, really, really into basketball are either A in work in basketball or P mm-hmm. playing basketball. So you don't have the time for all of that. The casual fans is the fans that's probably mm-hmm. going to grab a beer with their family, sit down, and probably just yeah. chat shit. Like, they'll just bet on LeBron and just be like, oh, LeBron mm-hmm. this, LeBron that. They don't They don't
3: have rivalries it's, and all it's, that. It's, mm-hmm.
1: a, it's the same thing yeah. with many others. It's the same thing with football. And they don't football, care. It's the they don't care. They just wanna watch something that entertains them. They, they don't want to see something. If there's no if there's no dunks, if there's no fighting, if there's no this and that, yeah. they're not gonna watch it. So women's sport in general to a lot of them is just like we don't care because it's it's difficult. I, I wanna see I wanna see LeBron James yeah. dunk on someone. I wanna see someone get in a fight. But when you're watching women's basketball, women's I was watching it the other night, it's a lot more technical than people really think it is. Like You've got to enjoy sport. the game to
2: watch it and you enjoy got it. A,
1: You've got to really be a purist about basketball to want to watch it, and even if you want to talk about dunking, they can dunk. Like people need to stop thinking that women. Obviously, they, we're not at the point where like they're banging on people and whatever. But I'm seeing a lot of. I'm going to the ground. It's getting there, and I'm seeing a lot of girls dunking mm-hmm. in game. There was Actually, a girl girls. who was in, in. She plays for Stanford. She dunked in game with one hand. I was like, what yeah. the fuck. So yeah, people, people mm-hmm. need people to get away from that attitude. But like you said, I hear yeah. what you're saying, but it's 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 having to turn the casual fans their attitude from an attitude that is ah, oh, fuck women to we love this game because of everything yeah. that it brings, or just because it's yeah a gen because there's people yeah. dunking and stuff like that. Like you know what, yeah. yeah. I
3: feel like it's not like people like too many people go with a general assumption, like so they don't they don't even know how they feel. They just know that this is how everybody feels. Mm. So I should probably feel this way. So with yeah, this, exactly. when it comes, mm-hmm. because when you think about the Golden State Warriors, yeah, what do they do, or what what was the team? What was what was the team thing? It wasn't dunking. They didn't dunk that much. I mean, I'm when KD but came, they said dunking the well, the, a lot more. They If you think about it, they played basketball in its purest sense. Move the ball. Team basketball, let's move that ball, play good team defense and get that ball open, get someone open, spot up shooter. And then, yeah, there's obviously the Steph Curry guy who can light it up and stuff. But I'm saying it was still fun. It's a lot of fundamental basketball. Yeah. So fundamental basketball Mm -hmm. is very enjoyable. Most people don't realize that. So that's what the WNBA has to do. They have to get powerful people to mark, to like show, show that their game, show them highlights of the game that is really interesting, even to the casual fan, because that exists. The casual fan doesn't know that. So they really need to mm-hmm. big that up, big yeah. up their stars. But I, I know for a fact that in five years to 10 years, bro, the average salary right now is 100K. It's going to be more than five, It's going to be five times that at least. Look, the,
2: the salary will go up. The salary will go up. I agree with you 100. And yeah. the thing is, it's it's because of natural progression as well. Like you've seen, the WNBA salary has gone up since before, and it will continue to do so as the TV money gets more. To piggyback on um, on Lori's point a little bit, it's true that I think it's very important to distinct to distinguish between casual fans and hardcore fans in the NBA. Like us us lot watching here, yeah. If if I think about any of the four of us. I know that when we watch a game of basketball, we don't just watch it for the flashy stuff. We watch it for the actual game. So when Mm. I watch the WNBA, and I've watched quite a few WNBA games, especially more recently, because I didn't want to be one of those guys. I was realizing, do you know what? I say a lot about it, but then I don't watch it either. So I thought, let me make Mm. a change. I started watching more WNBA games. And it is entertaining. I'm not going to lie. I get bored at times. When they're not hitting shots, it's very boring. In the WNBA, when they're not hitting shots, you'll find something interesting in the NBA. In the WNBA, because it's so technical. When, when when they're on a dry run, it's one of the worst things to watch ever. But for the majority of the game, it's, it's a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. And as long as you know basketball, mm. you'll enjoy it. It's tennis. a very difficult task. Sorry, sorry, no. It's a very difficult task getting the exposure. That's the initial thing. Yeah. Getting those fans on board. Yeah. But another thing I just wanted to bring this up is that people may not like me saying this, but there are certain individuals within the WNBA. And I want to bring up Brittany Griner's name.
3: Wait, wait wait. I just wait, wait. Before you say this, his views are his own. Because I, I already feel like... views,
2: views, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know yeah.
1: exactly so, where he's going. His views are his Yeah, own.
2: but the thing is, is certain, certain individuals in the WNBA, Brittany Griner said once, I would beat DeMarcus Cousins in a one-on-one. I am sorry. There is no quicker way of losing your credibility than that. This is just pure stupidity. I'm sorry. It's just pure stupidity. This is a pri- This is not DeMarcus Cousins now. This was when DeMarcus Cousins was <laughs> in his prime. She said to the cameras, if I played him one-on-one, yeah, I'd beat that guy. I'm sorry. And she called but... him a little man too. Yeah, and she called him a little guy. man. And then, do you know what? I'm sorry. I watched this other WNBA player the other day on Instagram. I don't know her name. Um, she was quite tall. And I watched her do a couple <laughs> of moves. She was no, no, no. She was like one of the taller WNBA. It's not just quite yeah, tool, but yeah, yeah. She was one of the tallest in the league. I can't remember her name though. Uh, but she was playing. I think it was NBA trainers, and she yeah. hit a fade away on one and another shot. on Both of them were travels. And the the video.
1: Talking, I think you're talking about Liz Cambridge, right? Yes, yes. Both of them yeah, were yeah, travels, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah.
2: Both of them were travels and they were bigging up so much on the video. I felt like there's too much fake pushing going on here. You're trying to push the wrong things. Like You're trying to say, oh, look how good this WNBA player is. But really and truly, I sat there. If you put that in front of a coach, they'll probably laugh. They'll look at that. Like, you're really showing me this is the ability of a player when both of the plays are illegal. Like, I'm saying there's so much bad publicity when it comes to the WNBA, when but there's people I, I trying don't. to make it push. Like, that Brittany Griner thing, hold on, sorry, Novo, I know I've been going, but that Britney Griner thing, that was an attempt to big up the WNBA, and it was catastrophic, yeah? Because, you know, when you say things like that, all it does is make people think, oh, these are clowns just trying to get attention. I disagree. syndrome.
3: I disagree, though. You know what? Yeah, let me tell you. Let me. It's t- a little bit of Pierce syndrome. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's something like that. But I think it's you know it's just you see, Laurie asked a question when you earlier before we started recording when we were coaching. I was like, are there, are there any little kids that they were talking up to you?" And then you say, yeah. "Yeah, obviously." Even though he's coaching grade 11. one to grade eleven, and then it's I was I, I was like, "You put them in your place, yeah." Oh, that's that's just be that's part of being a basketball player. I feel like it got blown out of proportion. One, because because she's a woman, unfortunately, yeah, uh, because she's a woman, it got blown out of proportion. And two, because she's, I mean, let's face it, she's not as good. She wasn't as good as Demarcus Cousins. Well no, she might be better than Demarcus Cousins now. Mine can't really move that much. I don't know. I'm not really saying too much. <laughs> I, I didn't say nothing. I'm not saying anything at all. But my point hey, is. No- His views are his
1: views.
2: (laughs) All I know, I don't want to disrespect women, yeah, but DeMarcus Cousin plays in the WNBA right now. He's (laughs) averaging 45 and 25. That's all I know. yo, you know what?
0: Actually, um, the one thing that I just kind of thought of um, while I was thinking about your comment there, was that LeVar Ball was saying that he could beat uh, MJ-101. Mm-hmm. And he went. He went about this for years. Yeah. And if nothing else, this guy has gotten richer from it. Yeah. Exactly. I. I that's. That's
1: exactly the point I, I was gonna make. I, I. I hear. I hear what you're saying.
2: But you know what the difference is? That that statement was so out, outlandish because Levar Bull is not only not a basketball player, he's not even an athlete. Okay. So him saying that, you know, what? people knew he was serious when he said it because he made it very clear that he was serious. Yeah. But they still didn't take him serious. Yeah. That's why he got richer off of it. People took her serious. And I don't blame them for doing that because she was a hundred percent serious when she said it. Yeah, but that's it. Ooh. She because it's called believing in yourself, fam.
3: But and let me tell you something, I don't think it had a bad effect. It had a bad effect on people who think about it on the first level. But if you think about it past the first level, everyone everyone mocked her. But guess what? It was probably a hundred thousand more, or maybe two hundred, or maybe five hundred, maybe probably I don't know, close to a million more people that were watching her than before. And I don't know about a million people, but me, when she said those comments, I went on my laptop, YouTube, Brittany Griner, highlights, boom.
2: So did I. It was not pretty compared to the moment. Wait, 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 wait. pause, (laughs) pause,
3: pause. pause. Exactly. So you're making a point for me now. You're making a point for me now. You did. So guess what? Probably 500 million other people. Sorry, sorry. 500,000 other people did too. So those comments... Even if you might say she was mocking it, blah, 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 it brought publicity on them. Bro, big up yourself if you believe in yourself, fam. Ain't nobody better than me. That's what she was trying to say. And it works out usually.
1: That's what I was gonna yeah. say. When you're, as a, as a basketball player, she's not gonna just be like, "Yeah, he's gonna walk all over me." She's not gonna do it. Like it's just exactly. it's just not it's not ingrained. She called that. him a little
2: man. I'm sorry. There's a difference in that and calling him a little man. No, but
1: everyone said- of course, every, every, everyone's different. Everyone's different. Diana Taurasi might. Re- if someone says to Diana Taurasi, "Would you beat Chris Paul in a one on one?" In her head, she probably knows that it's not gonna happen. But in public, she's a she's a hooper. She's not going to say yeah, that. Yeah, but
2: she's a hooper she, and she'll say, respectfully, I think I can get him. But she yeah, won't say, exactly. oh, he a little guy, he ain't got a chance. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> that's, that's Diana Taurasi.
1: Brittany Griner, at the time that she said that, she was obviously gaining a lot of popularity because she was, I think, the first woman that has danced in a basketball game since um, Lisa Leslie way back in the day. So obviously, she was yeah. getting a lot of popularity for being like that player in the league. So obviously, everyone was saying, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Yeah. Her personality is different. You can see... Again, I'm being very. But she's you like you, saying. fam. But you, I don't know why you could, you're talking so you, much. You you could, <laughs> you can you can see in her I'm like her demeanor and the way that she is like she's not just gonna be like a she's not a pushover little like little girl. Do you get what I mean? Like yeah, she's yeah. she's a height. She's got the tattoos. That like, she's got that demeanor about her. So there's no way she's even to Demarcus Cousins. She's gonna be like, yeah, you're a little boy. to me. Of
2: course, she's gonna. Britney Griner. Britney Griner yeah. is a better enforcer than Draymond Green.
0: Oh my, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my I god! Oh my god! I would pay
2: her fifteen million a year to be my enforcer over Draymond Green. <laughs> oh shit! Especially, oh, especially if I'm facing the Clippers in the in the Warriors, because we know who got Boogie's number.
3: He don't. He don't represent us. I beg you, please understand this. This man does not represent <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Yo, but what's your point. Do you see my point? You're the exact same player. You see, you and Brittany Griner. You guys have the exact
2: same personality, <laughs> and you're talking shit out. You're talking. Y'all, y'all talk the most for no goddamn reason. Just mm. for the record, I don't have an issue with her. I just brought that up because I feel like that point made the WNBA look bad. I, That's mean, I, mean. I, think, I, think, I think it brought mm-hmm. I
1: think it probably it probably brought them more viewership. A little bit, just yeah. a little bit. It gave him a little spike, but I think, like you said, you've got to change the casual fans, and it goes down to, even as far as college basketball, bro, like, even with March yeah. even with March Madness this year, my page, the basketball page that I have, like, it was hard for me to find other pages that were shown, other than, the obviously, the women's NCAA page that were talking about women's college basketball in depth. They were actually mm-hmm. trying to talk yeah. about the stats. If it wasn't about Paige Beckers, who's obviously, like, the go to girl in mm-hmm. college basketball right now if it wasn't about her Age there wasn't yeah Age there wasn't the, there wasn't really any any other information out there and I was just kind of like so how do you lot expect basketball women's basketball in America to grow but you lot aren't even documenting a huge part mm-hmm. of it which is college basketball that doesn't make any sense to me yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so yeah. it goes and, and it also goes did you see the clip that they got, that they got? Did you
0: see the the, dif- the difference in the in the workout equipment that they got and, yeah, and also the, yeah. the NCAA kits the that they got? The
1: maddest thing about that is that it took a W. It took a college player from Oregon. Her name's Sedona Prince. To be like, "Hello, like, yeah, Twitter, look at, at what's going on." What's yeah. going on here, man? You have to go on Twitter, make a video, and be like, "What's going on?" Like, if that didn't happen, the NCAA they wouldn't have done anything. They would have just left. They're fired yeah. what they did. And they the did food. it.
0: What What killed me was the food. Like the different, oh, like the, the, the men had like a whole ass uh, spread, and the women had like it literally looked like prison food. It Look, was like, terrible.
1: It, it was terrible. Well, they they looked it. like
0: like orange is the new black. Go watch the show and go watch what oh, like Lord. what they had these women. Oh, it was bro, It was bad. It was bad. terrible. And just okay. from a moral
3: standpoint, yeah, it's bad because what you're doing, you just perpetuating to all the, and then we get we wonder when later I'm and I'm making a direct connection to this, yeah, we wonder when later on athletes go on, Hernandez, fam, look at Hernandez, that's the worst case scenario, yeah. But when you do that to the male athlete versus the female athlete, what you're basically telling that man is that yo, you know what, yeah, you're more valuable, you're in control, you have power, exactly. they don't and matter. And it's it's, a mental thing. Exactly. It's
2: systematic and it's mental. You can't put a certain image in people's heads. It's the same thing as with elections. In the UK, everyone knew in this passing election, I'm pretty sure, uh, this is my opinion, it was a lot of people's opinions, that there wasn't a very good candidate anywhere. But I just couldn't vote for some people who I'm not going to name because this isn't a politics podcast because of their personal views and the fact that their personal views and the fact that they put that out in public affect how the public perception is of that thing. Say someone has a personal view that's slightly racist. And they've said that in the past, even if it was 15 years ago, now some kid looks at that video and thinks, Oh, this is the, this is the president. This is the prime minister. This is someone in power. He said it. Why can't I, that's the problem. So with with WNBA and women's basketball, it's a, it's, really out of fear of going on forever. So I'm not going to even finish this point. I'm just going to say it as a blanket statement. It is genuinely systematic with women. It's not, it's not even to do with basketball. It's from the top down. And it's not going to yeah, be fixed until society gets a bit better, to be honest.
1: Because right now, I'll be real, until
2: people start respecting women a bit more, they're not going to care about women's sports. They're not going to care about women's achievements. And it's the reality of it. And that needs to change very well said vino thank you very much everyone for joining
0: us hopefully you learned something from this conversation or if you have suggestions ideas please leave them on our social media pages pf underscore ht wherever um you know you are and um on friday we'll be releasing another episode where we'll be discussing russell westbrook's recent resurgence see that fast five times um and we will also be discussing um, some of the Euroleagues and how they impact the NBA moving forward. So, as I said, thank you very much for joining us and we will see you on Friday.